Legends, Folklore, and History of New England, a podcast for kids, by kids. Hi everyone, thanks for joining us for another episode of Legends, Folklore, and History of New England. I'm Molly. And I'm Bridget, and today we're going to have a fun episode about some more tales of the sea. Pirates. So on a nice March day, we took a trip down to Newport to go explore a little bit for our first legend we are going to share with you. As you know, if you listen to our haunted Newport episode, there was no shortage of pirates in Newport, Rhode Island in the 1700s. The following legend we found on the Find a Grave site. One pirate captain, Charles Harris, had originally been a navigator aboard a Boston-owned ship, which was captured by pirates. Shortly after his capture, Harris signed articles as a full-fledged member of the pirate crew. By 1723, he was captain of the pirate sloop ranger, but he made the mistake of engaging in a battle with HMS Greyhound, a man-of-war captained by Peter Solgard, who had sworn to capture the pirate. Ranger and another pirate sloop opened fire on the Greyhound, which returned shot for shot. The pirates, realizing the error, pulled down their black flags of piracy and fled. The winds dropped, and the pirates resorted to their oars, but Captain Solgard was not to be outdone, and ordered his 86 sailors to man the Greyhound's oars. By 2.30 in the afternoon, the Greyhound was close enough to open fire on the ranger, demolishing the sloop to a helpless hulk. Harris and his crew surrendered. But the Greyhound sailed to Newport with 48 pirates aboard. The trial began on June 11, 1723, and took two days. A number of pirates were released, including the pirate doctor, several teenage boys, and a Native American who had been captured by pirates while he was fishing off Nantucket. 26 others, including Harris, were found guilty. On Friday, July 19, 1723, 26 pirates were hung and were buried on the north end of Goat Island on the shore between high and low watermark. They had been tried in Newport between the 10th and 12th of July and hanged at nearby Bulls Point. The pirates were all young men and most of them native from England. The following is taken from the Salem Observer, November 11th, 1843. This was the most extensive execution of pirates that ever took place at one time in the colonies. It was attended by a vast multitude from every part of New England. So we went out to Go Island in Newport to spot of the burial. It was a cute little park with a little lighthouse on the top of the island. So across the bay at Block Island, residents in the early 1700s were known to have a bit of pirate streak of their own at least, according to the mainland New Englanders. Legend says that they would lure ships to the rocky coastline where they would shipwreck so the island residents could plunder the treasures aboard the ship. Of course, the Block Islanders of the time said they were valiant in their efforts to assist those whose ships became shipwrecked. Either way, in 1738, a ship from Germany named the Princess Augusta wrecked near the Block Island coast. The people on board were from the Palatine region, and during the tellings of the story over the centuries, the ship became known as the Palatine. There are two versions of the event, 
depending on who you talk to. Block Islanders insist the captain was a greedy, bad man and stranded the passengers on board while he rowed with the crew on a little lifeboat to Block Island. The ship was left stranded with the passengers on board and eventually caught fire. The Block Island residents insist they did everything in their power to rescue the doom-fated passengers. Another version comes from those on the mainland who insist the residents of Block Island had a sinister and evil plan to loot the ship. This version says the ship was lured to its end by the island inhabitants who then murdered the passengers on board. Either way, about 20 passengers are in their eternal resting place on Block Island, buried a few hundred feet from where their ship caught fire and they lost their lives. There's a monument there known as the Palatine Monument. To this day, there are reports of not only ghostly apparitions near the gravesite, but you can still see the ghost ship sailing past the coast of Block Island. You can also hear the screams of Mad Mary, who refused to get off the burning ship as it sank beneath the water. Wait, but wouldn't the fire just, like, go away? No. But the ship has never been found. Some say it never actually sank and was sent down to Philadelphia for repairs. But still, the legend persists. So next time you climb aboard the Block Island Ferry for your summertime fun, take a few minutes and see if you can see the ghost ship sailing by. Our last tale is from Rhode Island, although the town of Hunker, New Hampshire also claims it as theirs. Either way, our spirit was born on a sailing ship from Ireland to the United States in 1720, leading to her longtime nickname, Ocean Born Mary. Pirates boarded the ship, mean pirates. But baby Mary caught a break when the captain of the pirates offered her mother a deal. Name your baby after the captain's mother or die. Mary grew up in Londonderry, married there, and had children there. Then her husband died, and three of her sons moved to Henniker, building separate houses. Mary moved in with William, where Mary lived the last 16 years of her life. Mary, buried in the cemetery behind Henniker Town Hall, died in 1814 at the age of 94. So I know you are thinking, well, she lived in Londonderry, died in Henniker. Why is this a Rhode Island story? Well, let me tell you. That house she grew up in? They moved it from Londonderry to Rhode Island in 1937. They reconstructed it, and it's located at 35 south of Combs Road in Little Compton, Rhode Island. Back in the early 1900s, a man who moved into Mary's son's house, not one she ever lived in, the other one, saw an opportunity to make some money and started telling tales of her haunting the house. But again, she never lived in the house, and there are no reports of a haunting in the house she died in. So, back to the Rhode Island house. The Travel Channel show The Hosier Files did an investigation of her childhood home in 2019. The following is what they found. He and his team of four set up a walkie-talkie looking things would beep when something unseen passed. It beeped. They spoke to the woman living there now, the human woman, who said Mary had begun to make her presence felt recently. They shot video and saw footprints bright white. We don't see how the prints were made, but we see them. And on a recording after Mary was asked if she was in the room at that very moment, you hear yes, spoken in creepy, gravely whisper. Did she bring the valuable jewelry found hidden in the house? No. 
Her third and final word was lies. Proof Schrader says that the untold story that one with so many elements falsely passed down through the years had caused Mary's restlessness. So what do you think? Is ocean-born Mary haunting her childhood home? Who knows, but it's a great pirate story. I think that's it. Anything else? Nope, I think we're good. Thanks for listening. Only two more episodes left in season two. Join us next week for Tales of the Burning Gatsby. Don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe. And follow us on Instagram at LFHNE underscore kids, Facebook at LFHNE, Twitter at LFHNE, or online at www.lfhne.com. And you can also send us an email at contact at lfhne.com if you have a ghostly tale or a local legend you want to share or just to say hi. Until next time, remember, history is fun and sometimes a little spooky. The hamster. She is a hamster. Sail away on the Black Island, Sari.